Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. The Shack is back. Greetings, Koopalings. My name is Donnie Reese, and thank you for joining me once again on another week of PSVG's Little Nintendo Shack podcast. I'm joined here, as I am every week, by my Nintendo's Caroline. What's up, girl? What's up? What's up? And our little uh, guest little. who's go- going to be causing some trouble, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't believe we let Seth back, but Seth Seth's back. I mean, he they did a Nintendo Direct over there at PlayStation. Didn't go so well, but he he was like, "See, we did it. I can come back on the shack now." I was like, uh, "I guess so. sure." Is that the way it worked? No, I ju- I just got <laughs> lost. I was. Um, he needs was to save. Headed, he needs a place to stay for the night. I was headed to um, Santa Monica and mm. got lost and ended up in this little shack. Thought we were in Atlanta, but okay. What's up, Seth? How are you doing, man? Doing all right. I enjoyed the show this morning, by the way. I really like the MLB, the show talk. You don't have enough sports games talk on podcasts just in general. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be be more of that. It's a good game. I need them to make an arcade mode and put it on Switch, and we'll be be all set. Well, it's not going to go on. That game's not going on Switch. Uh, They Uh, should do it. I mean, Cuphead can, like I'm just saying, like it can happen. It's 2019. Whole different world. It's possible. Persona Five. Don't be, don't be. See, spoilers, spoilers. Damn it! I said it under my breath. We have like a whole show and everything to talk about. Everybody knows. Okay, before we get into the show, we're gonna return to Hyrule. I have updates on that. Um, so Seth's here, and we're gonna talk about that. Before we do, like thank our sponsors over Patreon. I'm gonna go backwards. Let's see how bad mess, how badly I messed this up. So mm-hmm. thank you to our Patreon. Producers, Paul Calico, Barry Cathcart, Bonesaw, Professor Switch, thank you, Joel, Kyle, Chris, Kevin, Devin, Callow, and Coach Hulk. Good job. You did pretty well. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Go backwards. We got to start scrambling these names. We got to do something different. Because it, it's every week I think to myself, like, I want to, I want to, like. Change that up? No. It's just Pull like. Pull names I, out of a hat. I don't want it to be like monotonous or repetitive like mm-hmm. i want to tell them how much like we're really think we're really thankful yeah. for them like this these folks go above and beyond in the patron and i always try to bring up the giveaway this month get a psvg polo shirt shirts are hot we're about to post a picture that's the patron giveaway this month you got to put a dollar in the bucket before the end of the month they're really sexy they're big really month sexy. yeah it's good stuff maybe uh, i can get one no definitely not no. still no <laughs> Um, so there's a there's a youtube channel called wtf1 which covers formula one racing Mm. and ever after every race the guy um they recap the race and and do um memes and and whatever and then at the end he reads the whole rundown as fast as he can of all the racers all the drivers so of course there's 20 and they all have foreign names so he's like Valtteri Bottas, Sebastian Vettel, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, God. No. Give me right no, no, no. As fast as he can go. So Caroline. You can, try, you can try and do that. Caroline, yeah. if I task you with something just right off the top of my head, will you commit to doing it? Mm, that's scary. Here's what I want you to do. Every week, I want you to take one of our patrons, just one of our patron producers, and I want you to do a little poem, a little skit, a little haiku, something to say something nice about them. Instead of reading that's, all that's their doable. names every week, we'll just do one. So, that's doable. Do that, and we'll start doing that. I want to do something. I got to shake it up a little bit. Um, 
so we're, we're going to talk about Hyrule. Seth's here. Have you started playing the game yet, Seth? I know you got it. Yeah. It was in the mail, so you're already in. You're oh, going. Yeah. Awesome. I, uh, I just went to Patino Village, or mm. however you say it. Sure. And then now I'm on the way back to, I just, um, whatever, went to Kakariko Village. I, instead of walking there, I, whatever you call it. Fast travel. Glided there. Well, I was about to say no. you rode a horse. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. There's lots of ways to travel. I fast fast travel. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I'm in the first game. I didn't really start fast traveling till closer to the end when I just was hmm. trying to zip around and do things. This time I'm um kind of try and be more streamlined. So before we break down the rest of this, I, we, we have a question. It came in, or we have a story. It came in last week from Isaac Kaiju guy. Thank you so much. I'm going to paraphrase his first paragraph because he, he gave us a book report. This is the condensed version. I might have you. Um, so this is his second time playing the game. He played the first time on Wii U. And I, I tried to play it on Wii U. and I mean, I, it's playable, yes. I don't want to like make it sound like it's awful. But in comparison, I found it to be quite awful. Like, the playing it on the Wii U gamepad, like I tried that one day. Oh, that's a mess. Like, the screen tearing and everything, and that is, oof. Yeah. So, like, this has got to be such a better experience, obviously, on the Switch, second time around. Um, he said he played the first time he played with his brother, and the second time he's playing with us, and he enjoys how much fun it is to play with friends, something we've talked about. We talked about with Kyle, you know, we've talked about with Josh, talked about with Devin. It is fun. I think it's a lot of fun to share Breath of the Wild stories. You, you want to play with a group of people. You want to have, you know, traveling companions to go with you. Um, but it, he's got a memory that he shared with us. So he says... Um, during the Switch presentation, January 2017, my brother that relates to me over video games was grounded, so I had to watch it alone. I remember locking myself in my room with the lights off, putting on the headphones, and the final Zelda trailer dropped at the end of the presentation. Holy mess! I knew that I wanted this game, but at that point I realized that this game was truly going to be... Now, I gotta be honest, that trailer moved me to tears. Seeing the drama of this story, and the villages on fire, and finally Zelda collapsing in Link's arms, it was just too much to handle. I'm a sucker for musical cues, and at the end of the trailer, when the main Zelda theme played, it was at that moment, seeing how far the series had progressed was just amazing, and that main theme still remained. It was beautiful, and it still gets to me. It was hard to describe to my brother in words. Thanks, guys. I've enjoyed playing this game with all of you. Isaac. I... I I was also... Um, I was Skyping with Brian at the time, because he was back at law school, so we weren't watching it together. Uh, but we were just both kind of just not paying attention to each other, but um, he had tears in his eyes and I was just outright sobbing. So uh, it, it's very powerful. Uh, every so often when I remember that it exists, I'm like, I should probably watch that again just to like get chills again. Cause I do get goosebumps every time I watch it. it. The, the people that put that trailer together deserve the highest praise and a lot of, lot of money at Nintendo. They did great work. I do love that trailer. That trailer was... I'll never forget seeing that trailer. I remember we saw the trailer. It was just like, whoa. That's the best... That's that's probably the best Nintendo trailer. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Born on. Like, ever. Um, ever. Good Nintendo trailers. I don't necessarily think I have a whole lot of that are, like, memorable. Do you remember, do you remember the stupid one for Ocarina of Time where it's like, will ye fail or will ye triumph? Like they tried to make it. I was like 10 when that game came out. So not uh, really. I remember seeing it on television. Uh, there was much TV. The the original smash brothers, um, happy together. You know, that was kind of just a TV spot. Uh, Carol, was it you who, um, like to stand on you who 
It's a good drink. Yeah. <laughs> like to stand on porches and and watch people play. Uh, Ocarina was, of Time. No, that window. was not was me. That, you? Oh, okay. No. I I couldn't remember. Yeah, I thought that no, was I don't. Really I don't. I don't have a voyeurism fetish. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. there was um. You know, the Twilight Princess one at E3 2004. That was the one five. that came to mind. That's another good one. That was a big one. I was thinking, now this everybody's going to hate it, but I thought it was good. I remember the marketing was the the, the original, like, Wii launch trailer. Yeah. You know, that we would too. like to play. And they, like, they like, opened the door and they came in. And yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah. was cool brand of marketing. Obviously, the I first Switch it. trailer was, was big. That made waves. But... And the Melee trailer at E3 2001. Mm. That... That was huge too. Everybody was losing their minds at E3. Anyway, yeah. so Zelda thanks Kaiju for sending us in your story, and you can too. The return to Hyrule continues, and if you're playing Breath of the Wild and you want to share a story, something you found, something you discovered, something you've discovered that you hated, share a frustration. We're here for you. Record your thoughts, send them to me at E3, or write them down like Kaiju. Send them to me on Discord over there, psvg.blog/discord. Did that right on the first time. That's a first. I enjoyed that. Seth, how have you been enjoying the the return to the to the greatest game ever? Good. It uh, the in the glow. I was on the review cast when we did that. Yeah, two years ago now, and uh, you know at the time, I think I was pretty amped up about it. Had just finished it and um, said it was my favorite game or one of my favorite games of all time. And this just you know now that I've had two years to process it or whatever, this just you know, cements it. It's it's a great game. It's yes. I think it's the only game that uh, that I feel like I'm can be creative in how I approach combat because it makes makes you be creative because you don't always have you know you don't just pick up the most powerful weapon and run in and um, and do combat with it. You might have yeah. a skeleton arm or something. Yeah, you just have to work with what you've got. Um, I remember the first time, and I haven't gotten to Eventide Island yet. Uh, is that what it's called? Eventide. Eventide. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten there yet, but I, the first time I did, I beat the. Is it the Hinox? Yep. Hinox. Um, I beat that there, just with my bombs, <coughs> just kind of running around as away from it as I could and dropping a bomb behind me, and it would do three hit hit points of damage or whatever. It was really weak. Um, so anyway, so that's you know I feel a lot more creative than um, as much as I like Uncharted or Red Dead Redemption or whatever. Um, you can just be more creative in how you approach situations. So cool. feels good. Good. I haven't done anything new yet. I'm still, you know, I, I'm going back to talk to Impa again and then, um, and then from there I'm going to go out to Rito since it sounds like that's the, the way to go. Um, to do the Rito Beast first. I definitely think, having played it the second time, I definitely, yeah. I mean, that's what I said in the first show. I, I think that's the best one to go first because that that, yeah. that power-up mechanic is just so useful and it saves you so much time grinding that I think it, you know, that, that should be the way most people should play. Yeah. And the uh, the first time I played, I, I ended up in the Zora region first. Just, yep. I think that's the closest to Kakariko. Yep. I think they kind of lead you that they way. steer you that for way. For sure. So, uh, so this time I'm going to go kind of the other way around and um, try and do some of the, I haven't done, I haven't gotten any of the DLC stuff yet. Like mm-hmm. the, um, the Majora's mask. Yes. Or Tingle's outfit. Yep. What does Tingle's outfit do? 
Does Change just outfit doesn't do anything. Funny? I think it's just okay. an aesthetic. I don't, I don't remember. Think you can upgrade it. You can't yeah. upgrade that. One. I don't remember what it. I, it probably has got to have some sort of buff. I don't remember what it is. Maybe it's stealthy probably or something. I don't know. Or something. Yeah. I'm still. Uh, I'm still wearing the red Nintendo Switch shirt, which which is fine as a it's novelty an awesome shirt. But uh, but I'm sort of, it sort of takes you out of the uh, experience. Oh, I loved it. I wanted to collect like other shirts. They should turn that like Travis Strikes again. I mean, like a, a Dreamcast shirt and like a Wii U shirt, and yeah, I was that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay. Let's get let's get Link some merch. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, no, the the DLC stuff is really good. You're gonna want that medallion. You're gonna want the um, Mindus helmet, which helps you against guardians. Not my favorite. So good. I don't like the but way it looks. But Majora's Mask saved me so much time on the second time through. Like, if you're going to play the second time through, I almost... Yeah, you got to do that. Go beeline right for Majora's I, uh, Mask. I, I sort of wish in um, Spider-Man... You played Spider-Man mm-hmm. on PlayStation. Um, and I, I liked unlocking all the different suits there. But I also liked that you could take a suit's power. You could wear whatever suit visually you wanted, but you could take the power from another suit. Mm, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to mix and match the, the buffs with the way you want to look? Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. I wish you could do that in, in Zelda. Um, that makes sense. I'm not even, you know, I don't even have any buffs yet, but when I get there. Um, and then I, I'm also, my, as I'm going around and as I start gaining rupees, I'm going to do the house and, and do that because I never did, I did the house mission before, but I never did the that village that comes after the house. Yep, Terrytown. Um, yeah, Terrytown. You get the house... Yep. And you uh you, you buy the house and all the stuff. The next quest. And then the quest that you do is you finish Terrytown. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I so I never did because I didn't get there until I didn't even try doing that until after I beat Ganon. And then once I beat Ganon I was, was That's must have stuff, man. Hmm. How how do you feel like coming back to it? Do you, does it like does it still feel special and like cool? Is, does it feel like the novelty's worn off? Like do you still feel Um it's a, I mean, the novelty of, like, the exploring, like, I got to um, the shrine that's in Hatino, Hatino Village, however you say that, is the one where it's a motion shrine, where you have the ball and you have to take it through the maze and then flip yeah. it onto the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never beat that originally, and I, try, I tried for maybe 10 minutes this time, and I tried, is that one where you flip it upside yeah, down? Yeah, take your controller and flip your controller flip upside down to make it flat. Roll it. And right. just roll it off the yep. side. Just use it like I, a lever. I try that. I probably need to do it on the TV instead of because I was trying to mess around with. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird the, and portable. Yeah. The portable mode, like I turned my console Switch upside, upside down, down. You can't see it. And then clicked mm-hmm. it, and then turned it back over. So it was, but it didn't work right. So I need to do that on the TV because um, it still it annoys me that yeah. I've I've gotten so close on that one. But um, but in general, the I mean the sense of discovery or whatever is gone yeah Um, yeah you know you know where everything is you know where to go you know how you're going to do it right now it has been i mean it's been almost two years since i've you know i haven't really touched it since release um i did try and run through the um the trials one time or you know i I tried that for a stretch but I, i couldn't get very far i think because i hadn't played it for a while um so i'm hoping to do that on this run Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd like to hear from you oh. when, you, when you try that, when you attempt that. So I don't know. I'm, you know, it's, I've had the game now for maybe a week and a half and, you know, I'm not all that far. I don't know how, how long I've played, but so it'll be a long, 
it might be a race between uh, Dev and I uh, for which one. <laughs> I'm not sure if Dev will ever come back, to be honest with no, you. Like, yeah, Dev's, Dev's kind of moved really? on. Is he done? I think Josh okay. will move on. No, they're, they're, they haven't said they're done, but I mean, it just, they don't seem to really be playing I don't think it. Dev and, has the time. And I don't think Breath of the Wild is a game that you can play a shrine a month on. Like, you're never going to, oh, yeah, no. you can't, you can't like, play it in an hour a week chunks like you'd be playing for 10 years there's a well it's not even the amount of stuff is that you just have to remember yeah remember what you're doing you're gonna have to relearn everything every time and that's gonna make it worse you're not gonna that's not how you're gonna want to play this game right because that's what i've been i've been relearning and that and i because i've spent so long away from it you do you have to relearn what each of the runes do Mm -hmm. and um all the buttons and the combinations like it's weird you gotta yeah. hold a button while you cycle the d-pad you know like these are things you don't do a whole lot of in a lot of games mm-hmm. you know um well i beat the game so my return okay. to hyrule is kind of over it's not over but it's kind of over so I, I ran the keep caroline i don't have 120 shrines i have 106 <laughs> I got to the point where I just got tired of like running to the next shrine. That's I was like, I've so many to do. Like, aren't there 124 as of the DLC though? I think the DLC Wait, is like 140 or something. Like, didn't the no, DLC no, 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 add no, no, like 15? I thought they added four more because you only got enough. I think they for added one more than more four. Art or one more. Extra you can look it up. I think they added more than four. I think they added like 12 or something like that. Anyway, so I'm at like 106 and. It just got to the point where um, I started, like, I, I beat two Lynels. I beat one today that I'm really happy with. So the first game, I've, I came across this white Lynel in, this, in the mountain region, whatever that is, the snowy mountain region northeast, like north yeah. of the Rito Village. Yep. And this white Lynel owned me for, like, three days. I could not – I tried – I hit him with, like, 100 bomb arrows and the Master Sword, and, like, I was just taking off pieces of his health at a time. I could never finish and then, uh, so, th- but at that time, I was literally just trying to fight the Lionel. I was terrible at the flurry rush. Still am. Like, I still really? don't have that timing down. Um, but here's the thing that I didn't know on the first run that I, I found out before we started the second one was that if you upgraded your rune, you could freeze the Lionel. Like mm-hmm. the stasis rune. I never knew that. Uh, I upgraded the bomb on the first run. And, like, the upgraded bombs didn't really do much for me, so I was like, I'm not going to spend any of my time upgrading the rest of these. But, yeah, upgrading the rune helps, because when he charges me, where I'm supposed to do Flurry Rush, I just freeze him. And then I would, and this other time, I'm also being more, like, resourceful. Um, One of the benefits, having beat it twice now, is that, yes, on the second run, a lot of the discovery and, like, wonder of the world is gone, because I know where everything is, but... It comes with, like, I played it very aggressively because I know all of the buffs and I know how to use them better because I've not only did I play it before, but I've learned since the last time I played it through the gifts, through the YouTube, through the guides, through talking with everybody at PSVG. I've learned about attack power up and about the Lionel armor and about all these other things and upgrading armor sets versus pieces of armor and things that I like. So, man, I walked into that Lionel with just, like, speed boost, attack boost, rune boost. I'd freeze them. Pull out like a, a huge sword, man. I got three stamina wheels. I'm just spinning like a tornado, just smacking the dude everywhere from sideways. He gets yeah. hit, flails around, looks at me, arrow to the head, hit him again. By the time he gets back, I've got my rune back, freezing me. It almost felt easy. Yeah. Like the second time around, I was like, aw, I yeah. wasted what? so much time the first time. <laughs> but coming back the second time, uh, yeah, I took him down. So it got it got to the ultimately, it got to the point where. I was going through all the shrines. I was in the Gerudo. Uh, 
getting all the shrines, and I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of doing shrines. I did shrines for like two days. So it's probably just mm-hmm. me burning out, you know? And I was yeah. like, I'm just going to go run the castle. And I did. I just went, got my shield, ran the castle, had a blast. And uh, the ending's still not my favorite. I didn't collect all the memories on my second time through. Seems like a waste of time now. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that twice? <laughs> I didn't like doing it the first time. Definitely not going to do it again. Um, but yeah, I did. I did get, um, I got Zelda's horse the second time. I never did that the first time. And um, I completed so many more shrines on the second loop than I did the first time. Um, I think I ultimately ended around the same, but like all the ones I did were different. Because I, I think on the first one, I think I did a lot of those DLC ones. Whereas on this one, I don't think I did any of the DLC ones. I think I did nothing but the the regular ones, and like I cleared entire regions. I sent you guys a screenshot. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun. I'm really glad that I went back. And uh, yeah, by the time it was all said and done, I was I was like I was kind of ready for it to be over with. And uh, it was good that, uh, or I don't know if it was good, but it was good that, um, I guess, segueing into Caroline, my Yoshi still isn't here. Still isn't here. That's like, crazy. I, I ordered a it's Best there, Buy. It's Wednesday. I ordered a Best Buy, and it's, it, I, for whatever reason, when I ordered it, when I pre-ordered it, it was marked to shipping. I don't know. I normally pick up the store, but it was marked to shipping. I've just been waiting for it. And it's okay, because okay. I got- Mail bringing it or UPS? Whatever. I don't know. Whatever they're doing. I don't know. I'm checking it like that, but it just hasn't shown up. And uh, it's fine. I've been playing other things because I've got it. It's like I'm like I'm happy to wait, but that's probably the reason why I I just went ahead and finished Breath of the Wild because right. like Saturday right. I was like I should be playing Yoshi right now, <laughs> so I just sat there and uh, kind of finished it off. And uh, yeah. I don't I, know if I have I'm any good. other closing thoughts outside well, of that. Um, I don't know if I played Breath of the Wild on Thursday after we recorded Wednesday, but Friday I definitely delved into Yoshi. I think Brian played a little bit of. Of it, he got mm. off the plateau. He has not made it to Kakariko. In his words, I said, "Okay, so put a mark down where the king told you to go to Kakariko." He said, "Screw that! I'm not going there." I like it. In his words, fight the fight the man, fight the power. I'd say He's, the that initial trek to Kakariko is a lot longer than I thought, than I remembered it being. Um, mm. it, it takes a while to get you know to get oh, over it does. there. That, I think. Of, I immediately tapped in my Link Amiibo to get a Pona just to get over there. Okay, that makes when sense. I, That's smart. I don't have I don't have Amiibo. I did. Um, I, I did really name. A Pona. I did name. I do have a horse, and I named it Sekiro. Nice. So you're playing Sekiro. I'm. I'm playing Sekiro. I. You know, I forgot to mention. I am actually really proud to say this. Jack beat the Sekiro? Zora Divine Beast on his wow, own. Wow, that's amazing! All by himself. The first time he played Breath of the Wild, he had a really hard time. It was really hard. He kept dying. He kept playing. He had that, like, child wonderment. He, When we first got it two years ago, he would just go around the Bacawan camps and try to fight them until he died. That was the game to him. Yeah. He had no idea what he was doing, you know, quests or anything. That was all above him. Second time now we're playing, he watches me get off the plateau. He gets off the plateau. He watches me go through to the Divine Beast. He comes back to me. He's like, Dad... I turned on YouTube on my TV. I sat there with my my Switch, and I followed along a walkthrough, and I beat wow. the Divine Beast all on himself, all on his oh. own. I was really, I was like, dude, that is amazing. He's eight. I know. That's incredible. That was like, that I wasn't easy. beating Zelda Dungeons at eight. No. <laughs> Especially Breath of the Wild. I remember Zelda printing Dungeons. off walkthroughs. I think at around 10-ish when I played Ocarina, which is a really good segue to the next question before we get on to Yoshi. Paul asks. This came from last week when we talked about the things we didn't like about Zelda series, and I said, Dungeoning is not my favorite. 
What is your most hated dungeon in all of Zelda games? His is definitely the Water Temple, for obvious reasons, and Ocarina of Time. He hated having to constantly change the water level so many times. Lake bed in Twilight Princess, uh, because it's terrifying. Um, <laughs> and the water yeah, and I, I don't know. The music is eerie. Uh, I remember one specific thing that I just dreaded when I was, God, that game came out when I was 16 years old. So I just remember going to the fortune teller and asking for a love reading to see where the heart pieces were that I needed. And I remember she showed a room that was in the lake bed temple, that room where you have to raise and lower like the scales. And I was so freaking mad. I was like, I'm not going back there. I'm just, I just wasn't going back. The morph, Morpheal, um, just everything about that. Those little turtle things that have the mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. things on their back that steal things. You have to claw shot off of them. Everything about that dungeon was just terrifying and annoying to me. Lake Bed Temple. Seth, do you have a most hated dungeon temple? Well, I haven't played nearly as many, and I don't know the names of any anything but in uh link to the past yep on when i played it on 3ds there was a there's one dungeon like boss where during the fight like the floor there are purple oh floors that fall off and you yeah, keep yeah, falling yeah, yeah, through yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't like that part that's Good. that's annoying i can't remember which one it's the one with the um yeah the hamburger right yeah i can't remember his name hamburger um i i never liked jabu jabu's belly I don't like Jabu Jabu either. Everything bothered me because all the rooms look exactly the same. Uh -huh. I hated that thing about that. And I hated the ice pile. I hate all, I mean, just ice levels in general. It's funny. Everybody talks about water levels being bad. Ice levels blow. They're constantly ice like slipping sucks. and sliding. Yeah. Like yeah. none of that's fun. Ice <laughs> physics suck. Way worse than swimming. Way worse. I like puzzles. Uh, another one that I absolutely can't stand is also in Twilight Princess. City in the Sky. That dungeon freaking I like the Sky sucks. Temple. No! With, like, the double the only, hook shot? The only good part of that temple is Argorok. That boss fight is fun. But mm. getting around all of the spinning, like, crystals, I like it. I like it. Nope. Absolutely can't it's stand challenging. it. You get so lost in that thing. So lost. But Twilight it, Princess is, like, one of my top five favorite Zelda games, and I can't stand two of the dungeons from it. One day we'll have to talk about best Zelda games. Um... I think that's going to let's wrap another up. Another return to Hyrule. <laughs> return to Hyrule. It just keeps every, going. It just keeps going. Everyone. We can go for Return to Termina. That's you it. Um, how's Yoshi? Yoshi is adorable and fun. Now, I, I, the way I play it is um, I go through and I 100% an area before I go into the next area. So the way that it works is. That would drive me nuts. Like, oh no, I know. I got to do it just, that way. Because I forget yeah. to go back and, and like I forget how the mechanics of a certain level work. Right. So no, I, yeah, I, just I get, get it. everything I just, together. I would never finish the game because I'm with you, like, Seth. Uh, yeah. like Donnie with the shrines going through each area. Eventually, you just like okay, let me. Yeah, I need this something how I else. Operate. So um, no, it's you, I play Captain Toad the exact same way. But I, I feel I like, I, but I feel like that's how you play Captain Toad. Like you shouldn't be advancing Captain Toad levels until you find all the things. But I understand Yoshi's got a little more gameplay to it than Captain Toad. Captain Toad really doesn't have any. That is the gameplay, finding all the hidden stuff. <laughs> there's um, there's more than five smiley flowers per level now. Uh, so you have, 
I think in the beginning you have at least five smiley flowers, but then you have three additional flowers per level. One for getting all the red coins. There's 20 per level. One for having full health. And another for... Oh, my God. Oh, 100 coins. 100 regular coins. And then on top of that, the ones that you find in the level. You can have up to, like, 10. And then if you play the flip side, every time you play the flip side of the game, you find the Poochie Pups. You get up to four for a Poochie Pup level. So you catch all three of them. And if you do it within a certain time limit, you get your bonus one. Uh, So... He said that's just too much. It's just, it's like there's 80 collectibles per level. It's just too much. I love it. I love it. Um, (laughs) There was, there's one mechanic that was very frustrating for me that it took quite some time to get a hold of. And it's where you get inside the giant Yoshi, the go-go Yoshi, and you're punching. And you have to adjust. It's like the third level. So you're like adjusting where your um, arm is up, down, or in the middle. And you can charge up your arm. So you can charge up and hit multiple items at one time for more so points. are you a, a Yoshi robot? Yeah, so this sounds like, like Kirby Robobot Yoshi? A Kirby Yoshi robot. Okay. It's really cute. It's sounds really cool. fun. But it takes... It's an auto-squirreler, so if you miss something or if you accidentally bump something before actually punching it, you don't get the points. Um, you get X amount of smiley flowers based on how many points you get. So if you get 6,000 points, you only get one. If you get 7,500, you get two. If you get 9,000, you get all three. And then on top of that, there's the ones that you have to collect while you're auto-scrolling through there. And they're not easy to do. I think I played it maybe five times through before I completed the level. Well, uh, Very fun. I haven't been playing it a lot because I've been playing the painting game, which is, you know, a very ridiculously tedious game where you block in all of the walls and then you go around the outlets and you do four coats of paint because your red that you picked out is extremely transparent for some reason, but you need it to be like a rich solid color. Anyway, the painting game sucks. Are you talking, are you painting your house? Is that what's going on here? I'm being facetious, but yes, I'm painting my house. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We got paint on Saturday and we've been doing that. So I haven't been playing games so much. Uh, Also, I put together my desk for my game room and I'm officially in my game room right now, but it's completely barren. Was the red paint about Yoshi or was that about your house? It was about my house. house. (laughs) Sorry, Seth. Sorry to confuse you. There's no red paint in the Yoshi. See what happens when you, when you take breaks during the, during the segment. Take a big break. It took, did you, uh, have you played Yoshi? I just played the demo. Oh, okay. So yeah, I don't have the game. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't have the game well, yet. Uh, it, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful. My sister came over on Monday, yeah, and the, she the and demo I. demo is the game of the year on Switch. So I can <laughs> imagine that the game will be. I I, I can't uh, wait. I'm excited. I'm just sitting here will. waiting on Best Buy. Thanks, Best Great. Buy. My sister and I uh, grew up together. Yoshi's Story was I would one hope of so. her first favorite <laughs> games. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, she loves Yoshi's Story. And so she came over and she watched it. And uh, of course she is enamored with it and she thinks it's great. That's one my wife loves too. uh, I think Yoshi's Woolly World was my first Yoshi game. It's a good one. Really? It's It's a good good one. one. Yeah, it's a good one to get into. I think it was probably the most complete one until this one. I think this one's going to be the I think it beats. So can you, thinking of the kid angle, can you beat a Yoshi level without doing any of those collectible things. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can just you can run just to the end. Yeah. So they can do whatever 
they can collect as much as they want or none of it. Or, yep. As long as you beat the level, go to the next node and you're good. The beauty of Yoshi games. Yep. Now we just need a Yoshi Dream Course 2. It'll be awesome. And you can put it on mellow mode and cakewalk it. <laughs> Jack did that on, on Wooly Warp. That's what Jack did when he was, yeah. I don't even, that was like, he was like five, you know, so it's yeah. been a while. He's still five, right? Yeah, yeah, still five. I'm terrible with my kids' ages, but that's a, that's a conversation for another day. Um, before we get out of here, I'll just say that while I've been kind of, I've been playing some Xbox games messing around, but I also started, we've played Mario Maker this past week. Yeah. No reason. I don't know why. Just I came downstairs. Jack had it open. And I was like, let's sit down and play. We played it all night long. Played it the next day. Um, I can definitely feel like I think he's he's itching. He was. We re- we really love Mario Maker. I know. I believe if I can uh, let's quote PSVG Prime correctly. I believe Lucas called it a niche game, and Kevin was said that he like just wasn't interested in it at all. Um, I think I think. Mario Maker is a, is a big game, bigger than a niche game. I think niche games sell like two hundred fifty thousand, maybe less. I yeah. think Mario Maker is going to sell like two million. <laughs> it's going to be like one of the bigger. I agree. I mean, games was, on the it Switch. Was all the rage. People it was big it was deal. All the rage on YouTube and Twitch when it came out. I guess the feeling is that like it loses its luster uh, as a sequel. I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be a really big, a really big deal. You can port over your levels from the Wii U. Oh, version. that's going to happen that's for sure. Huge. That's going to happen, and I expect them to have a bigger emphasis on event courses and a bigger emphasis on like their own custom creations and a bigger emphasis on on course discovery. I just think we haven't seen any of that because, you know, they're holding on to that. But I would expect so. I mean, I don't want to derail that. That's what I'm playing into a whole conversation about Mario Maker. But Mario Maker 2 has we've seen some changes to the level design. We've seen some changes to how we build things. Obviously, they've mapped this controller, you know, circle, hold, wheel type thing, which is fine. We talked about this before. I don't think it's going to be nearly as good as a touchscreen. It will be fine. We will get over it. It'll work. So how can they make the game better? They can give us more options, of course, but they can do things like that. Discovery, network code, making it easier to share, make it easier to find, easier to download levels, more event courses. I love those event courses. You, do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Those event um, courses were amazing. The Pokemon courses and then the Nintendo World Championship courses and all they the, automatically the, gave the you developer the... courses and stuff. Like They should do a lot yeah. of that. They should so get Suda51 to uh... make a course and put it on there. and you know, like That should be a thing. I, I played the game because I had it on 3DS. Yeah, and they had none of that. Oh, um, and so it. Well, they uh, they did. Was, you could share courses, well, but you could only do it via Street Pass, and I imagine you weren't doing much Street right, Passing, there no so way, there was yeah, nothing there. Was no there way. Yeah. I mean, you could. It was basically an endless 2D Mario. Yeah, yeah. Player, which is good. Yeah, I mean, 2D Mario is, is great, but at, when there's no rhyme yeah. or reason to it, yeah. Um, no, I'm with you. That would make, and that's why I never bought it on 3ds because yeah. there's no appeal in that. Like the appeal is oh, the community building these levels now, that you get to play. For, Speaking uh, of community, for the course for the course creation, uh, you know, on PlayStation, the Dreams comes out. I think next with the the Dreams beta, or yeah. not the beta, the uh, early access mm-hmm. comes out in two weeks, and uh, and I played some of the beta, and if you can create a fully 3D world game using a video game controller on a tv screen you can create a mario maker like it will be fine i just think i think for the the few of us because we are few at this point the few of us that had mario maker on wii i think we're gonna miss it i and i and you know what what i'm really saying is i think i'm gonna miss it maybe nobody else does 
But I definitely think for all the, the crap that we give about Wii U, taking a stylus and dragging it across the screen to make a Mario, like, that's mm-hmm. you're going to miss that on Switch. Like, that's not there. Like, we don't know. Maybe we can do it on the touchscreen, but we don't know. They didn't I'm, talk, I'm, you know, they didn't I'm, showed us that. I want to know what their solution is to having no Miiverse. Because one of the biggest things was if you were stuck, people would put little Miiverse posts yeah. and tag it throughout the thing yeah. and say, jump here, you know? This is how uh, you get through it. Before guides, I think, yeah, we had Miiverse. Stamps. Like, I, I watched Game Grumps quite often. I still and love. I just remember people posting stuff to the streamers. Hey, Grumps, you know, do this, play this course. There was something like the community aspect of that was something that I really, really enjoyed seeing. It was like a Mm -hmm. nice way to interact with people that normally wouldn't be on your radar. The music levels. You can do that without... Without touchscreen? Without touchscreen touchscreen or without um, a Miiverse thing. They could do it in-game. They could build it in-game and have like little Mm -hmm. messages. That's, That's fine. I just miss Miiverse. I really do. I miss Stamp. I miss Miiverse. I mean, they could just make it all Twitter-based. Like, they have Twitter baked into the console. They could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to say is, so we had all the music levels, all the auto runners, like the things that people didn't like, all the super hard levels, right? So I think you could give tags for those types of things and categories so you could kind of mm-hmm. spread that out. And then also I think a big thing that they can do with Mario Maker 2 that I'm really hoping for is on Mario Maker, you had all of the skins that you could unlock but you could only use them on the NES style, right? So you could like make a Splatoon level where you get to play as the Splatoon girls or the squids and you could, you know, all that. Like Jack really loves that. Playing like 2D Zelda games as Link because he got the mushroom. What they need to do is they need to adapt that to all art styles mm-hmm. and not just do it on the NES. It needs to be 8-bit, 16-bit, everything, all of it. You totally can use, and I think they should bake it into Amiibo, but I don't think they will, but they should. And uh, and let you like unlock it straight from the get go, because Mario Maker could be really big if people could design 2D entire worlds, 2D games, 2D Zelda game, like not just play a level based on on Link, but ten levels built around a world. You take Link on a journey. That's Mario Maker next level. Like that's that's the Splatoon kids and yeah. Hyrule. I'm kind of hoping instead of like you download a course, you could download packs of courses, worlds. Cool. Mm-hmm. Overworlds, anything like that. I mean, they they did that. Did you ever play Sound Shapes, Donnie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they did that sort of thing with Sound Shapes, um, which is one of PS Vita's best games. Um, yeah. And uh, and I played it on PS4. It, it it's best on Vita. Um, but you, they had content creators like you know PlayStation guys like Shuhei Yoshida and yeah, uh, and uh, the guy who. I can't think of his name, but but they had other content creators doing level packs, and it would be all sort of themed around a musical theme, and it'd be you know five levels, ten levels a pack. Oh yeah, um, see, I mean, I feel so bad Great. for you because yeah, your impression of Mario Maker couldn't be further from what Mario Maker was, man. The special event courses that you had Mario Maker, like the Merry yeah. Christmas, the Happy Halloween, all the spooky tunes, all the things that you missed out on, like the Pokemon levels, like actually walking into different little Mario houses to pick your starter and become Squirtle and go through the... <laughs> There's stuff like that that made Mario Maker really freaking awesome. <laughs> what were the rewards? You, you, you would get rewards if you beat it. Don't you remember that? They had rewards for them, and I just can't remember. Was it like a stamp? You would just get stamps and stuff? Maybe stamps, yeah. 
And then, I like, when you completed the 10 Mario Mario's stuff, you got the Nintendo World Championship courses. Like, I want them to do more of that. I want, I'm, and that's kind of where I'm hoping they do, is they kind of create this, like, featured content section where every six months or so, somebody drops five courses. You know, like, hey, check out Miyamoto's little Pikmin Nintendo Mario Maker world. You know, like, that. that's that's really neat. Anyway, we, we got to move on. We got to move on. It's too long. This well, show's going to be too long already. I know. We're... <laughs> If we're still in the what we're playing stage, um, I I have played a little bit of Starlink. Yeah, um, and I've enjoyed it uh, up until I've I've gotten stuck on this one. It's the first I assume the first big boss, this Apex Prime. I've gotten beat like three times. Um, Is that the one where you um, just have to shoot his legs? You got you shoot its. You have to shoot each of its legs, or it's like up on its shoulders, and then once you get that, then there's a, a spot under its belly that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't have an issue with that. Maybe, not, maybe a, you need a different gun time. or something. I, I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking I might need to level up my guns a little bit. That might be the case. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, whenever I get back to it, I've been just if I'm playing Switch, I'm playing Zelda right now. Sure. Um, it's a better game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Starling's good, but it's no brother. Starling, well. yeah, oh yeah. Um, Good little thing. If you won, you unlock like sprites. So the Bulbasaur, Charmander, yeah, yeah, one yeah. unlocked them as like you could play as them. And I Starling? Like the no, no, no. She's still talking about Mario Maker, and that's what I was saying. Like with Amiibo, they should just let you unlock that right from the get go. And the the other game that I that I was playing up until I started the the high roll is Motorsport Manager. Yeah, um, which is a it's a mobile game, um, but it's it's good on Switch. Um, if anybody's into that sort of management sim and racing, are you going to get that um like the F one career racing sim thing? I saw that. Are you aware of that? I saw a game that I thought of you. It's like that game dev story, but there's like race game story. Oh, I've I've played that on mobile. It's, oh, okay, it's not fine. good. Okay, it's like it's like game dev story with a F one racing with racing on it. That's why I thought you might be interested. Fine. Okay, um, motorsport managers better. Better. Uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Thanks, Seth. We don't yeah. have enough of that coverage over here. <laughs> like we're never gonna have that coverage. No, I bought West of Loathing, buddy. By the way, before we get All into right. the news, like I bought All it. Right. I ain't got to it yet. Um, but I bought it. I bought Gum and Clive. Good, I bought a bunch of things. Got, uh, when you've got like six hours. Yeah, West West Loathing. You'll you'll finish that in a week. Hey, if Yoshi doesn't come here, maybe I'll play it. <laughs> I'm still waiting on this Yoshi somewhere. Well, back in the day, I feel like I definitely need to get West of Loathing. It's good. It looks funny. It's really funny. Um, let's get into the news block before we're here till midnight. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry for the show taking so long. We love Seth. Um, so I'm gonna get a couple of these out of the way real quick. Nintendo Switch Online update April 10th, Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels and Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream and Star Sol- Soldier. Here's what I'll say, Punch-Out's amazing. Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, all right, it's something, I might play it. I don't know what Star Soldier is, never played it before. You got anything really, on that? Um, I think it was a Nintendo produced game. I can't remember who developed it, but the name is familiar. It's like an amazing I'll game. I feel like Kevin's like cringing somewhere. He's just like, Arr! I know about I just, I, I'm over the NES, man. I'm over the NES stuff. Like, and we'll get to that here in a minute, but I'm, I'm just like, I'm tired of it. <laughs> so I, I, I have the NES online subscription. Yeah. And I've not played online with anybody. I've not played online since I've gotten. We need to play Tecmo Bowl then. I've tried the NES online twice. I've I've tried like two games on it. I don't even remember what they are. Super Mario Brothers three, 
and uh, and Amazing Super game. Mario One. I, tr- I tried those. Not as good. And they're they're fine. Um, fine. Rather, Super Mario Three is fine. It's fine. The bomb. Super Mario um, Three is perfect. It's an amazing I game. I played it before. I played it before. I haven't played sure, it no, I get Mario it. Brothers I get U. It. Um, so I'd so I'd rather play that. My kids have played um, Mario Kart with some friends that used to live here and then moved up toward the Cleveland area. So they so they've used it online a little bit. Mario um, Kart. He's talking about like the Mario online, online, multiplayer, just online. Multiplayer. I've not even played anything online. Not, in, not NES multiplayer. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, so he's showcasing so far, how little he values the the service at this point. But um, I did. I, I should say I did play a little bit of Tetris ninety nine, which is Ooh, a great game. That's a good game. I'm awful at it. <laughs> so um, it got worse. Like if you got in the first day, I was like, man, this is cool. Play this game forever. Like the fifth day, I was like, I never played this game. <laughs> Yeah. So, getting you know, I think slaughtered that is, um, that is um, one thing that I you know if they do more things like that maybe not battle royale games but I want discounts I'm ready for them to come yes. out and tell us yeah, about absolutely alright if you're an Nintendo yep. Switch online subscriber you get 10% off at all purchases or something I need a discount because or, I mean, that's, that's the ultimate value for me of Playstation Plus it's or the, the free games I need Super Nintendo games which I'll hold here for a minute um, i you man Box Boy and Box Girl. Remember, I've been saying that I can't pre-purchase this game. I can't pre-purchase uh, Mario Maker. These games, we don't know what they cost. We still don't, by the way. But in Japan, they're selling for twelve hundred yen, yeah. which is like ten fifty American. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's probably gonna be nine ninety nine, which is That's amazing. If it's nine ninety nine, you've heard it from me before. Kevin steals your joy. Everybody, go buy buy Box Boy. Box Boy is amazing for ten dollars. It's worth it. It's going to be totally worth it. I love Box Boy. Really excited. Somebody told me this on Twitter. I'm like too excited, aren't I? Like nobody should be this excited for Box Boy. <laughs> like I'm really excited. Like I'm going to plan like a, like a game night around Box Boy. Like when it comes out, that's what I'm doing that night. I'm going to sit down and play like work? 20 levels of 20 levels of Box Boy. <laughs> Are you calling off work for Box Boy? No, but I get. Okay, but you're not. Then you're not. I'll play. Right? I'll download it as soon as it's available and play it at lunch. Like I'll bring my Switch with me that day. <laughs> you don't like. Games, but isn't Box Boy just literally puzzles? Yeah, but they're they're not. No, so I don't say I didn't like puzzle games. That's never. I've never said that. I like puzzles. The th- like the 3D Zelda puzzles, especially like the the more elaborate ones that you find in some bigger games, like like Twilight Princess. They're a bit much for me because not only is it you're not doing a puzzle to finish the room, you're doing a puzzle to finish one room that connects to the second room, which connects to the third room, which flips the entire floor over to get the key to go down the third floor. Box Boy is like, how do I jump across this gap? You know, like it's there's a I feel the, and you know what? It's not a Zelda thing. So for, there are some that were like, I can't believe you said you didn't like the, the dungeons. I'm the exact same way, Seth, about Uncharted. I hate all the Uncharted puzzles. Mm-hmm. They're too much. Like I'm like, can I oh, skip yeah. this? Please I, give I me a skip option. The, uh, <laughs> I look up the solutions to those. The one, the, if I in, can't do it within five minutes, just yeah. The one in Uncharted Four, where you had to move all of the pieces to like make the shadows and like you, yeah. but you could only slide them one direction. Oh, I wanted to like yeah. throw my controller across the room. <laughs> I don't know why they put that in game. That's not fun. Um, anyway, let's get on to the to the to the. Should uh, we should we talk about our other little bits and then get to the meat? Or should we do the meat and then end on little bits? Uh, Hellblade Sinew Sacrifice comes up next week. Um, I saw this game running at PAX. It looks incredible. Now, 
I say that meaning it looks incredible by Switch standards. It and what and really what I'm saying is it looks like it does on Xbox PlayStation, which is incredible yeah. on a Switch. That's like that's like a that's like a backhanded compliment. It's kind like, of, uh, you're you know pretty fly for a white guy. It's, it's like you're, you're pretty, I mean because you're ex- for, we for see these game. ports like Wolfenstein and everything. We're like, ooh, what's it going to look like? Like we still we still haven't seen what Mortal Kombat 11 looks like. Like they are really trying hard not but to show us that be... game. It is going to be 60 frames a second. At 360p. And, uh, but Hellblade, <laughs> Hellblade looks like it does. Like, Hellblade looks great on Switch. I saw him playing on TV. I was like, man, that's it. That's the game. So buy that game, folks. Caroline, buy that mm. game. Buy, okay. buy Hellblade. It's amazing. I will look forward to it being free on PlayStation Plus when it releases oh, on so Nintendo good. for $40. Game Pass, yeah. Game, uh, definitely going to do that. Um, Caroline, hit Rune Factory. I bit. All right. Rune Factory Nobody cares 4. about Rune Factory 4. That's uh, true. He does. I do. And I know a lot of JRPG people do. Isn't your nickname? What? I don't know. What? Where was I going? <laughs> <laughs> you you legitimately got me interested. I was like, what? What? What is her nickname? She has a nickname? <laughs> okay. Rune Factory 4 Special, the remake that was originally on 3DS, is now coming to Switch, as we saw in the direct, is getting a physical limited edition in Japan. It's called a memory box version. Uh, Xseed, who is the localizer of all of those uh, Natsume, previously Natsume, um, God almighty. Yeah, it's still Natsume in there. I don't remember. Who cares? I don't remember. Xseed is publishing Rune Factory 4 Special Edition Japan. And yeah, but Carol has already pre-ordered on PlayAsia. Eight versions. Oh, eight no. versions. There are multiple covers of it, which you could just print off the internet. Different statues. And have the same thing. They have different poses. Go, Caroline. So. Just, so Seth has to come check more. I have an article. I have an article to share also. It has nothing to do with Rune Factory. <laughs> but it's actually one that... <laughs> <laughs> Caroline, please finish. I can it's actually you. one that, that uh, people might be interested in. <laughs> oh, God. It says no comment right now on it coming to the West, but they are taking player suggestions on their Twitter. They said this. Uh, it's going to be 9,504 yen for the special edition or 5,378 yen for the regular edition. Amazon Japan. It releases July 25th. The hell does that mean? What does that mean to the folks that listen to our show? Seth is muted, by the way. If you didn't know, I muted Seth. So what does that mean? What does the the yen mean? Is it like $100? Is it like $50? 95 yen is like 90 to 95,000. Gotcha. $95,000 Rune Factory for. Boy, this show is really going off the rails. Let's get Seth back in here. Uh, Go ahead. I'm done. Just go. so how many, how many, what is the yen to American dollar conversion? Who knows? Rate? Yeah, nobody knows. You said $95,000. 100 yen is one U.S. dollar. Okay. So, so 95,000 divided by 100. It's $95. $95. Okay. Yeah. That's doable. 100 bucks. That's doable. That's okay. a lot for Rune Factory 4. It's doable for you. It's doable for me. Why? It's from Suit DLC, Donnie. Ooh, it got me interest a little bit. Slightly interested, more interested than I was before. Pretty cool. So, so Donnie, did you see the 
PDP reveals switch controller with headphone jack and yeah. adjustable audio settings. Yeah, we posted that um, um, on our Twitter. Shack Life, come follow yeah. us at Shack, Shack Life on Twitter. Post in the Discord. I called it basically the Fortnite controller because I don't know any other games that are doing in-game yeah. chat. Like I know Warframe does, but like that's it, right? So this wouldn't work for Splatoon. I don't. Mm-mm. I mean, you I don't have, think that. Yeah, you have to go through the app. Like they don't have in-game audio. The only mm-hmm. games that have in-game audio are the free-to-play games, like the free-to-play multiplayer games. So like Warframe, Paladins. It's like mm-hmm. it's the Fortnite controller. Is basically what you want to call it. It is the mm-hmm. Fortnite controller until further notice. Makes sense. Yeah, because we don't have Madden or Call of Duty or any of the other stuff, and Mario Kart doesn't support in-game chat, or does it on Switch? It does. Yeah, it does. Because you can chat in the lobbies, right? You don't have to use the app. No. Uh, no? Did they... audio chat. You can just... No, I don't think so. Can... I think they patch that out? I'm using tilt controls. Because uh, yeah, on Wii U, have... you could. So yeah, I guess that? you can on Switch. All right. Anyway, we, sa- cool. we saved the best for last, if anybody stayed with us to this point. And uh, pause on fire. Saving the switch. Saving the best for last is also basically saying we buried the lead. And um, Persona Five news has popped this week. Donnie got really oh, excited. Happened. All right, yes. so Alice, we we talked about this a long time ago. Alice registered a bunch of domains. One of them was P Five S Japan. It went live this week, with a countdown to April twenty fifth. The internet's going bananas about what this is. Of course, everybody thinks it's Persona 5 Switch. That makes sense. Joker's coming to Smash. It makes sense. I give you that. There are also people out there a little worried. I wouldn't count myself in this, but I mean, I I recognize that it's a legit solution. It could be like a Persona 5 fighting game. (laughs) It could be any type of spinoff. It could not be coming. Like They just announced Persona 5 Royale or Royal coming to PlayStation 4. Where you get to play as a, a girl character, it's an expansion. It's like a, it's like an ultimate edition, like Persona Five, Persona Four Golden. So, I mean, I wasn't ready to jump on the. It definitely one hundred percent means Switch bandwagon, even though I think it does. It was. Here's the thing. Wario sixty four comes out last night, in the middle of the night. Discord was lit up, by the way. In the middle of the night, it was bedtime. Yeah, it was it, midnight. I was up. It was like twelve thirty. It was. No, 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 not it. Yeah, I was it, going to. It was late. Anyway, Shack Shack Discord was lit. We had all kinds of folks showing up. Um, Best Buy internal employee inventory system showed Persona Five Switch. Unquote. Skew full skew, not like a label, like full skew item number, everything, like full skew internal. He had pictures of it. He said he sourced them from multiple people. Then, other Nintendo insider said, I called my manager. They said they see it too. So we have multiple sources from multiple different people all saying, oh yeah, this is in the system. Persona 5 coming to Switch. Now, technically, based on everything we're seeing, this is either a really elaborate ruse or this April 25th Persona concert that they're having in Japan or this often rumored Nintendo Direct that may or may not be happening. Uh, we might see an announcement for Persona 5 coming to Switch. Isn't, isn't the was, Nintendo Direct just a perpetual rumor? Yeah, kind of. Like, there's yeah, always, a Nintendo there's always somebody saying it. Now, there has been... Somebody went on record with some clout. Somebody that predicted the Pokemon thing. Not not just oh. that Pokemon was happening, 
But the Insider on Risa Era, they actually picked the starters. They said, here are the starters that are coming. And they were right. They uh-huh. said almost a month ago that we were getting another Direct in April. And a lot of people like just wrote it off saying, yeah, right, we just had one. But it makes sense. I didn't think that was crazy. But when he said that, I thought, yeah, we're going to smash Direct. Joker's coming. They're going to do a Direct. They're going to show Joker. They're going to show his moves. They're going to talk way too long about the update. They're going to show the stage, the music. They'll do a whole thing. Now, if they cap all that off with... Alan Persona 5 is coming to Switch. I'd be super happy. <laughs> so super happy. But I'll explode. the idea of a direct didn't surprise me because we know this DLC update's coming. Like, this is going to happen. They could easily call that a direct and do 10 minutes on Joker. That's a piece of cake. Um, before Plus, we move on. The next DLC character is. Yes. And I don't know if they're going to do that then or not. Well, but they might. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah. it, we're really close to E3. That's the only thing that I give you. Just a little pause. They could save get, it. They could I save think, it. No. No way. I think you're right. But they could. They could save it. Just like when Kevin said when Breath of the Wild DLC was coming, we're definitely going to play as the champions. I said, we could not. It's possible that we don't. We all thought that. But it's possible we don't. And we didn't. So I'm just saying it's possible we don't. We're really close to E3. E3 is, what, 60 days away? You know, like... Like was it? I'm, I mean, it's like 73, but it, or 74, yeah, but it's two months it's, away. Yeah. Yeah. So it's we're really close. So I think there's a there's a the, there's a uh, an existence where they don't. That's possible. Um, but it really an alternate universe. An alternate universe. We're gonna start talking about alternate universes here. <sighs> Doctor Strange. It really, really looks like Persona Five Spider-Bush. is coming to Switch, and it has to be. I can't tell you how exciting. I find that news and how much that's going to completely break my plans for what games I'm going to be playing in 2019. I'm going to buy a lot of games that don't get played if Persona 5 is going to Switch because it's a long for, game and I'm for, for sure years, playing it. For years, people have told me, get a PlayStation just to play Persona. Oh, this is definitely, yeah, this is your game. This game is right down your alley. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's, it's Xenoblade meets, it's like, all the story things that you love about Fire Emblem. Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all that. You're going to love it. And a Moo game. I'm sold. But it's going to be way, way better than the Octopath Traveler. Way better than that, for sure. That's like not that. difficult. It has a certain charm. Hey, certain charm about that game. I love it. Um, but then Wario 64 starts getting worse. Hang on. Hang on. Before we, I don't want to. Hang on. I mean, let me have my Persona moment, okay? Boy. Seth had Persona. So we were both in the same boat, I want to say, if I recall correctly. Like, we both really love the game. The style's amazing. Yep. music's amazing. It's great. The gameplay's great. Yep. It's a lot of time to dedicate to playing on your TV. Now, I'm not saying anybody out there that loves to play it on your PlayStation. Like, you do you. I can't commit to playing a 100-hour-plus game sitting there on my TV. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. And it's not even that it's 100 100 hours it's that every time you jump in you have to play it for yeah. 45 minutes to an hour like, yeah that's my kind at the very at the minimum um where like zelda i can run and i can do a shrine in five ten minutes and hop off and do another shrine you can accomplish things in 20 minutes in persona you can sometimes but you're not going to make much much progress. I I have played more of Persona F- Persona Five Dancing on my PlayStation Four than I did Persona Five, because I can play 
like what you're saying. I can come home, play a level or two of the dancing game, advance the story, and then save it and get off the TV so the rest of the family can use the TV. I have a one PlayStation 4. It sits in my main living room. I can't sit there and play six hours of Persona every day. My entire family will be pissed off. They want to watch their shows. They got to watch yeah. that mass karaoke singer, whatever show that they're watching. Like, you know, they got to do that. Going on. Oh, I don't know what that is, but I, I, there's not been something I've seen on TV that I've hated more. <laughs> like I looked at that and was like, I hate this. <laughs> they're not even good singers. They're not even good actors, but that's neither here nor there. Save that for a DLC thing. Um, but yes, I'm very excited. Now this would be huge news, or at least to me, I think it's huge news because this would be the first time a mainline persona game has hit a non-playstation system that's a big deal we have persona games on on nintendo platforms that's like we talked about that when joker was announced it's not like it's uncalled for like we have persona q we have persona q2 coming like that's a thing we've had fighting games in the past and things like that but this is a mainline game um somebody who still plays persona like i played persona 3 i think a month ago i played persona 4 on my vita this week um i'm really excited i'm really excited <laughs> That begs the question, does it open the door for other ports of the older games, kind of like what we're seeing with Final Fantasy? Probably not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say probably not, just because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, like, what Vita code, like, could they easily get golden over? I don't know what, what deals mm. PlayStation has on exclusivity. Like Going going through that, now that I just I thought about that, Atlas does not really, uh, Atlas does not do games like that, you know? Yeah. They don't. They're like one and done. Yes, and PlayStation pays for their exclusive rights, and you don't know how much like flexibility they have with that. Like, PlayStation wants to keep it. You know, I think that's. I don't want to think today that's why we have the Real, but it very much looks like PlayStation Four will get the expanded Ultimate Edition of this game, and Switch will get the old base version of the game. And I think it's going to be great for Atlas because I feel like I think Persona Four. I looked it up. I want to say I think it sold like maybe like two million copies on PlayStation mm. Four. I would expect to switch to to get really close, if not break that. And considering that you can get Persona Five for like twenty bucks on PlayStation Four right now, it's going to sell and switch at a ripe sixty dollars right out of the gate. Yep. Like that's going to be great for Atlas, and they're going to resell the ex, the you know the the expansion edition to all the people that love it on PlayStation. So this is great for them, great for everybody. More games to more people. I love it. I'm excited. Persona, come to Switch. I need it. I need it. I need a steel book. I need a statue. I need all of it. I need my my oh my, my Funko Pops to come. Oh, uh, oh, I'm so excited. Caro, do you want to take bets on whether Donnie ever actually finishes Persona 5? Oh, I'm finishing. I will. I, I finished Persona 4. It. Well, no, I, I think you will, Caro. I don't think Donnie will. Okay, we'll see. Um, I, I think you underestimate my ability to finish games when I play them the way I want to. <laughs> I finished some games. I think I've proven this. That used to be a thing. Donnie never finished games. I finished some games. Depends on depends on how much I uh, you know where I can play them at. A whole different story if you put it on Switch. I finished a lot of things on Switch. Um, all right, so the Wario went a little bit more crazy. So Caroline had a heart attack. Everybody's all excited. They're talking about oh my god, Persona Five Switch. Like Twitter lit up. It's worth mentioning. Best Buy has taken all of this down by now. I'm like this morning it came out and they're like, yeah, they're not there anymore. So somebody got in trouble. Somebody told somebody. <laughs> they also showed pictures proving it. Multiple sources. Metroid Prime trilogy on Switch. This is not a shocker. We've known this. We've been expecting for a long time. Often rumored, long rumored. Um, it better be remastered, Caroline, or I'm going to come on Shaq and rip it a new one. I just want you to know that. 
I'm going to be really I, upset. I don't think it has to be. There is a, a, a parallel universe where they just dump the ROM. Like, I, that's totally within Nintendo's history and legacy to do so. Long between Metroid Prime games, though, and with a new game on the horizon delayed, they have to. I'm scared that they. Th- I'm scared they're going to tell you, like, it's the first time you can play it on the go, and that makes it worth $60. Like, I'm I'm telling you, oh, I'm going to be really pissed. <laughs> if, it, if it's not remastered, it better be no more than $19.99. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. Trilogy for all three. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, then it gets weird. They also show a listing for Zelda A Link to the Past. Retail. Not- Awakening, a link to the past. A link to the past. This is in addition to Link's Awakening. So if you're like, oh, well, they already announced the other one, maybe it's a mistake. No, no, there's separate listings. Zelda, a link to the past. Retail versions at Best Buy. All right. This could mean a lot of things. And Caroline, I know you have your idea. So let, I'm just going to set you up here. Okay. If you followed Nintendo for a very long time, like before you go crazy with all kinds of crazy ideas and fantasies, it very well could just be them putting the port out. It could be them saying, like, we're not going to use Nintendo Online for, you know, all virtual console, or we're going to do both. It could be we're going to add Super Nintendo games to Nintendo Online, but if you don't want to subscribe, you can buy Link to the Bass at retail. They could be jumping out of cart. It could be a... I don't call it remaster. A, an, uh, an, uh, Reimagine? Uh, no, no, no. It could be that, but I wanted to say... It also could be like a touched-up version, the same game, but like 1080p, wide screen, maybe a new like they could just be giving it a little bit of a of an overhaul, a little modernization, Make and they're releasing a, a app that doesn't move one one frame to the yes, next frame. they could mm-hmm. do something like that. So that could that also could be it could be a reimagining. Go Caroline. Who was the the gentleman that that came out with the? That was King Zell on Resetera. He okay. said that if you love Breath of the Wild, stay tuned for next year. You're going to love 2020. This is going to be a reimagining of A Link to the Past with a Breath of the Wild engine. You heard it here first. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. I like your theory. I like it if you listen to PSVG Prime. They covered this story for us. I really love them bad and clean up, by the way. I always feel like we miss things, and I like having them to pick up on stuff. Um, they talked about how it would be weird. Uh, I'll go and throw this in, is that the story is that Monolith Soft is developing a Zelda game. Now, this isn't like crazy news because they developed Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild. They did a lot of work on that. But as PSVG, PSVG Prime pointed out, it would be weird for Nintendo to let them develop a brand new game, like a new thing. But to remake a game, that's not all that new. They take an engine that they're used to already know, and let them create something that's already existing in a new way. That's interesting. I like your idea. I I riffed off of your idea, and I'm going to do this. Okay. So what if it is A Link to the Past? What if that's like a placeholder name? What if it is Breath of the Wild 2, sequel, whatever? What if it's a prequel? And they're going to do like a Breath of the Wild, Link to the Past, like play on words types thing. Because I really, really wanted, when, when I finished Breath of the Wild the first time, I really wanted to go back before Calamity and live in that world when they 
unlock all of the divine beasts when they uncover them like imagine going through dungeons to rescue the divine beasts from the earth to live with all the like the champions to walk amongst all the cities and not it being complete and total ruin that's an interesting idea so it's gonna be the legend of zelda breath of the Wild. don't worry about the words don't worry about the name i'm just saying i was riffing off her idea i'm not saying this is a prediction i'm just that would also yeah that'd be cool with the current timeline as breath of the wild is what people have talked about a kind of reimagining of the original Legend of Zelda game. Yep. Which comes after a link to the past on that timeline. Yeah. That's where I was kind of coming off of that. So maybe it's a play on words type thing. It also could be a Link's Awakening reimagining of the game, but Link to the Past. That's possible too. That's very possible. Now, a lot of people are like, well, why would they do both of them? Because both will sell. <laughs> because if they put one out in October and one out in November, everybody's going to buy both. <laughs> That's why. Between Worlds already did that, though. Recently. Six years what, ago. And, and the other thing that I, I was thinking last night in the Discord was, what if, what if one of these projects, let's, say, let's just say it is a reimagining. Let's say one of them was dedicated to 3DS and they decided to move it. That's what I was thinking, too. That would justify having two. Why do we have two? Because one of them wasn't supposed to be here. Link's Awakening was the one. We've been hearing for a while now that 3DS was supposed to be getting a, a remake of Link's Awakening. Like, that's been a long rumor. Yeah. Um, we just never had any evidence. So it's possible, like, maybe they were doing these in tandem, and they're like, oh, crap, we can't put this on 3DS now. They moved it over. And I don't know. simple that it seemed like it would have fit on 3DS. They just bumped up the resolution. I'm with you. Whatever Monolith Soft is doing under the Zelda oh. team's purview i think that's probably what this is whatever they call it i think you might be right unless it's just a port it very could just be the game i it could be them doing classic line maybe they're not gonna do virtual console maybe they're on nintendo switch online maybe they do classics why not i'm dreaming big and i'm gonna get myself let down Here's, later but i'm dreaming big how much do you think they could sell a link to the past on cartridge just the the rom a link to the past on cartridge switch 20 bucks 30 I think they could get 20 and I think people will pop on it. 1999 budget release. They could do I like a whole line of classics. Like they're really I good know. ones. Like they did that for Game Boy Super Advance. Super Mario 3. Yeah. They're Nintendo collectors that just want the box art. They'll pay for it. Yeah, me. It's me. possible. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to give everybody their, all the options here. Right. Let's mm -hmm. think about all the options that are available. So anyway, that was the big news and rumor in Hubbaloo this Hubble. week. Um, over here in Nintendo land and it's exciting times guys. We have, what is, what is today's date? I don't even know what today's date is. April the 3rd. It's the 3rd. So we have roughly 20 days or so until this persona thing comes out. And then we don't have no idea if there's a direct in between there or some sort of news, but, uh, I'm really, really excited. Persona five on switch. This year's going to kill me. I mean, oof, if persona five comes like, it really is going to kill. I can't play I animal crossing and persona five. Yeah, right. And Dragon and Dragon Quest goes right out the window. It's like, see you next year, Dragon Quest. <laughs> Sorry, you just got bumped. And like, if and if Persona comes out anytime near Fire Emblem, Carolyn, you already know my thoughts on the Fire Emblem game. Like, you might be getting bumped too. <laughs> my, my my backlog is already so long. I posted a list of games that I still need for Switch, and y'all saw it. It was like somebody said it was like a grocery list. <laughs> Are you crazy? I just finished the Persona 5 anime last month, so I'm coming off of like a high. I'm like really excited. So I almost bought it on PlayStation 4. I almost I bought it again. I don't know about any of that stuff, but so. I got a feeling I'm going to be upset. It's good. You're going to love it. I'm calling it now. Yeah, you're going to love it. Um, that's it. 
Seth, thanks for coming to hang out with Shaq. We always appreciate it. If you don't listen to uh, Shaq's, or Shaq, if you don't listen to Seth's show, the PSXP podcast, the PlayStation podcast with Justin, great show. I love waking up with you guys. Um, it's a great drive into work. You guys have a real good like tone and demeanor for early morning for me anyway. You yeah, know, sometimes you like open up news podcast and like it's like too much man i just well, i don't have coffee yet like you need the soothing seth tones to yeah. like get you going man Justin, yeah. both have i have I, I keep meaning to mention it on on our podcast that if you have a podcast app where you can speed it up to about 1.3 or 1.4 then uh then our podcast flows pretty well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we you know we we record at you know 6 a.m so, so early you can uh, if you can speed it up a little bit, it uh, it it flows pretty well. I listen to all of my podcasts on a faster timer. By yeah. the way, that's a Sean really? Capri. I do uh, I do for tip. the most part, unless uh, I listen to it's an F one podcast with uh, Danny O'Dwyer. Yeah, um, uh, called Shift F one, and he's Irish, and he can oh. he speaks pretty fast. Uh, that's so too much. I, I have to slow him down to to the, <laughs> to the regular speed, or otherwise I can't. I can't understand what's going on. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for coming to Shack, man. We really appreciate yeah. it. Doors thanks are open anytime. Thanks for not uh, evicting me. <laughs> I came this close. I came this close. I'm just kidding. Carol, do you have anything else? No, I do not. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna parse any words. Let's get out of here. Good night, Kooplings. Thank you so much. <laughs>